What's going on, everybody? You're back with the Real Bodybuilding Podcast again, and I'm here with the New York Pro winner, and I'm going to pass the torch over to now, probably the best Canadian bodybuilder of all time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we're, it's funny because we were talking stats on uh, the podcast, and you just fucking, now you got the stats. I mean, New York Pro is a big show, Yeah, and, and you fucking won in a deep fucking lineup. Yeah. And, uh, it's got to feel good. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely does feel good. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of kind of banter that's gone with it, which has been a little upsetting. But I mean, at the end of the day, in my heart, I feel that I, I deserve that win. I earned that win. I don't feel, you know, remotely like that it discredits me whatsoever. So I mean, I'm, I'm extremely happy with it. And I mean, it's, it's one of those things you got the ring and you know, all that cool shit with it. That's kind of yours forever, right? So yeah. I mean, after this, blah, 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 we'll go away. Um, you know, it'll still be mine for the rest of the time, which is was pretty incredible. And I mean, it's also this year, you know, when I went into New York, I really wasn't having any expectations. I was just like, I'll get my top five, qualify for the Olympics. I mean, even if I came fifth there on points, I would have been fine. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was kind of an unexpected outcome. I mean, unexpected for myself. I mean, Melissa and then, you know, they're not as shocked as I am. You know, they have a little more belief in me than I probably do in myself. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just a, a crazy weekend altogether for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. You said that it's, you know, all the bullshit will go away. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever it takes, weeks, months, whatever it is, or the next show. By the time the next show comes around, everyone's going to fucking forget. Yeah. And uh, then you'll be left with the ring and the fucking, the victory, and you'll be on the way to the Olympia. No one will give a shit anymore. Exactly. Um, But since everybody does give a shit, I wanted to get you on because I don't think uh, Instagram arguments or trying to comment back and forth is really a good way of communicating. And I felt like... If I get you on, it gives you a chance to say your piece. It gives me a chance to say what I think about it. Um, and maybe somebody can take something from that. So the first thing I want to say, and, and you can comment on this if you want, is I feel like the very first thing I took from this is I feel like people are shitting on you for winning as yeah. if as if it was your choice. I judged the show. <laughs> yeah, like it was like Ian decided Ian was going to win and everybody else was going to lose. And I'm like... I feel like if people are going to take a piece out of somebody and I'm not, I don't think there's anything wrong with the judging myself, but if people do think there was something wrong with the judging, the last thing they should be doing is taking it out on the guy who fucking won mm-hmm. because it's not his fault that he won. I yeah. mean, is, does that make I any mean, sense? Yeah, to you? Well, we all went there to win. It's like, it makes no sense to get mad at me for winning, you know? Yeah. So it's like, when it, seems, it seems like it's like personal attacks towards me. It's like, it just really doesn't make sense to me. And, and I, I have no problem with people, you know, and I understand this is a sport about, you know, critique and it's very subjective. And if people want to say, you know, it's crazy, he won, he has no chest or, you know, something like this or that this guy was better. I understand that. I understand people having, you know, personal preferences and people are fans of different guys. And, um, you know, and I com- I completely understand that. I also completely understand that in certain pictures, I mean, you can look at it and you can absolutely make a, a case as to why someone should have won or why this guy should have won or that, you know, I don't look as good as this guy in this photo or, or whatever it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, sitting 10 feet away from me in the good light, the judges, all of them, not some of them, every single one of them in prejudging chose me to win. I had a perfect score in prejudging. This wasn't like, oh, maybe Ian, maybe Justin, maybe Hassan, oh, maybe Max too. It was like, this is Ian. Ian and Ian only. I mean, at the finals, yeah, Justin snuck up really fucking close, but Justin and only Justin. So anyone else can say anything else. And look, I'll be 100% transparent. I think Justin looked better than me at finals, 100%. Yeah. You know, if, if they'd had the case where Justin beat me at finals, I would have been completely fine with that. And I wouldn't have said anything. I would have said nothing. I would have gone back to work. But 
The fact remains that Justin was third place after prejudging, and even if he had beat me at finals, it wouldn't have been enough to close the gap. And just yeah. is really irrelevant at that point. And I mean, if he had beat me at that point, say he had had the perfect score, which would have given him a three. I think he had an eight at prejudging. Um, that would have given him 11. I still would have beaten him. If yeah. I, I would have had a nine to his 11, it would have made zero difference at the end of outcome. So even if he had beat me in the, in the finals, which I absolutely can see making a case for, um, you know, it still wouldn't have changed the outcome of the show. I think that's part of the problem um, is people are picking photos from select times, right? So like they put a photo of this guy at finals next to you at prejudge or whatever. And um, it's not, it's not the same comparison. And it's funny you said that because out of all the competitors, uh, Justin is the only one I could have seen that if he won, I wouldn't have, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense too. Right. Yeah. Um, Where is this thing? I feel like this thing with Milos that's popped up is yeah. out of control. And I don't know if it's a thing with the guys from the nineties, not all the guys from the nineties are like this, but some of the guys from the nineties seem to have a, always have a, something to say about current bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And I, I read some of that thread and it turned into something personal because at one point Milos compared his legs to yours. And I'm like, how the fuck did this turn into Yeah. Uh, Milos against Ian. I I completely understand, you know, being passionate about your clients and thinking that your clients, you know, were given a disservice by the, for the judging. I understand that. But when you start making it where you're almost trying to discredit the other competitors and not just put your competitor in a good light, trying to put them in a negative light. And he can say that he was just putting up the comparisons for people to make their own judgment. That's bullshit. And we all know that everybody knows that Milos knows that in his heart of hearts, what he was trying to do was pick pictures. He can say, I just picked the first pictures. Okay. Maybe he did, but let's be serious. We all know the darker guys in the shitty photos are always going to look better. The yeah. lightest skin guy like me, when the, the photos are low quality, I'm going to get the most washed out. I'm going to lose the most detail. I'm going to lose the most graininess and, and separation in my skin where someone dark like Max is going to maintain almost all of that through photography. I will lose the majority of it. When yeah. you go to my profile and look at the super HD photography, it's a completely different story. Yeah. And that's fine. If he wants to put up pictures of Max looking awesome and people want to say Max was raw, blah, 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 that's completely fine. But when you're going in there with what feels to me at least, and this was the, the point I was trying to make to him, was that it feels like he was intentionally trying to discredit my win or other people's positions, John's position or Justin's or anyone else's position to bring Max up. And that I think is wrong. I mean, if you want to just say Max looked ridiculous and people want to say he looked ridiculous and you want to post solo shots of Max, but when you start doing the petty bullshit of posting comparisons and this and this, when the show is already done, I just don't really see the point other than just literally a personal attack, you know? Well, you're just stirring up shit. And I feel like somebody of Milos's stature, I mean, the guy has uh, hundreds of thousands of fans. He's been around for a really long time. He's an icon in the sport. And that's why that's what my gripe is about some of these guys, older guys is if you're somebody of that stature, you shouldn't be trying to tear down the sport. You can say my, you, like you said, you can say my client was shredded. My client, Absolutely. you know, yeah. I, I wish he placed higher, mm-hmm. but I think putting pictures up next to the winner and saying, you know, draw your own conclusions. You're, well, you're the point of what you're trying to do there is get them to draw your conclusion. That's right. And your conclusion is that your client should have placed higher. That's all you're trying to do. And look, it's not like Max placed second or third or fourth. Max yeah. placed fifth. So yeah. when you're trying to discredit me as the winner, it's like, what about everybody else in between there? I mean, I, you know, it seemed like it was more of a personal attack to me 
But like there was three other guys in between me and Max. So it's like, why, why are you coming at me specifically? You know what I mean? He posted comparisons with everybody, but he put the ones with me and Max first. And then he also posted a picture of the Nick strength and power video uh, thumbnail, which, I mean, if you actually watch the Nick strength and power video, the thumbnail is just a clickbait. The actual video, he's not saying that he thinks Max should beat me. I did you know? watch it. Yeah, I did watch it. He thinks that I deserve the placing that I had. He's saying that he, you know, thinks that Max was overlooked um, and that Max did have the best conditioning, which sure, I mean, you can make that argument, but it's not just a conditioning contest, um, you know, and I just don't really see the purpose anything past that. I mean, when he posts that thumbnail, the thumbnail was to draw you know, me being first, Max being fifth, what the fuck? Like, this guy looks like shit and he's first and this guy looks like amazing and he's fifth. That's really what you're trying to do is just to draw your narrative and to lead people into that without them really doing their due diligence other than what you're providing them, you know? Yeah. And, I do th- and I do think you bring up a really good point, which is it's not second place. Like, it's not like, it's not like Justin's posting a photo saying, look how close I was. Justin hasn't done that once. No, 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 I know that. I'm just saying yeah. like, no one else has done this. Literally well, not one other well, person. Like I've seen people write stuff like, oh, it's politics. Or I've seen people write stuff. And I'm like, look, politics isn't five placings. Okay. And also, what political favor do I have? That's I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know Sandy. Actually, Sandy was the, no. one of the head judges here. Sandy has placed me the lowest in every show I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Every show in the last four years where I, like, fourth place is the lowest I've placed outside the Olympia since 2016. Every show I've done where Sandy was head judge was a show I placed fourth at. Actually, let me address that really quickly because I, I did see somebody write, well, Weinberger was a head judge and Weinberger, Weinberger likes, wasn't there. I know, that's what I'm getting to. So Weinberger likes mass monsters and that's why Ian won and Weinberger wasn't judging. So that is he out the window. He wasn't even in the venue. Yeah, that, that goes out the window right away. So again, my point is you don't Remember, get- I also make a clarification here. For people that don't understand bodybuilding, the head judge is usually just picking the call outs and moving people around and they kind of have a final say. But there's also five other judges or four other judges or whatever in there. And they're the ones that are scoring the show. So even if I did say have, say for some reason, we're going to say, okay, Sandy or Tyler, whoever the head judge was, I had some favor with, which I absolutely do not. I know none of them on a personal level. I've never had really had any other conversations with them other than asking for critiques after shows. But even if I did have their favor, I still would have had to have every single other one of the judges score me in the position. So even if Tyler or Sandy were like, okay, we'll put him in the middle because I think he's the best. The other judges then had to agree with that and score that in that way. If they were like, okay, well, he's in the middle, but we all think he's fifth place. Well, I still end up fifth place. So, I mean, I I have no no favor whatsoever here. I don't know any of the judges. Um, I never talked, hung out with them. My sponsor was not a sponsor of the show. My coach was not have any ties to any of the judges. I have literally... Zero. I'm a, yeah. one of three Canadians in an American show, especially the New York Pro, which, I mean, not even trying to pull a politics card here, but does have favoritism towards New York-based the athletes. The New York boys, yeah. The New yeah, York boys. I yeah. mean, for sure. And let's look, look at this. Justin from New York, John De La Rosa from New York, Max Charles from New York. I'm not from New York. So where's my political advantage over any single one of these guys? There's literally no case you can make for that, you know? So let me give you another scenario. And, and these aren't any, by the way, these are nothing, none of the things I believe, by the way, just want to, sure. I just want to tell you the things I've read so we can start to shoot down the bullshit one by one. Of course. Uh, so another thing I read was this, this one I thought was funny. Uh, Ian had a meltdown after Tampa Bay. So they wanted to make him feel good. So they let him win. Judges don't care about making you feel good. <laughs> literally could care less. I mean, you could have, I could win this show and then go to the Olympian place dead last. I mean, they, they don't care about making people feel no. good. They care about 
winning who deserves to win on that day and that's literally it yeah. i mean it's you know you can say that make me feel good but like why i mean why that's right why why why, why? Make me feel good and then yeah. dilute your olympia which is on a year like this year you want to have as competitive as a class as possible to sell tickets when it's going and to so, be a hard year and somebody said well they just want to get ian to the olympia and i'm like why why why, why do they choose ian my, my following is not anywhere, isn't drastically bigger than any of the other guys. I think John might even have more. In fact, in fact, it's, in fact, it's smaller than like John's or like, yeah. Max's or some of these guys. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you know, Hassan Mustafa has a massive Egyptian, you know, Middle Eastern following. Yeah. Um, you know, we know how passionate those followers can be, you know, from, from yeah. Hadi and from uh, Rami and those kind of guys. I mean, there's literally nothing in my favor in that case. You know? So if we keep picking out all these things that are, well, he won because of this and he won because of that. What what's the most obvious answer is what I come to. Why what is the hi Melissa? How are you? How are you? Good. Um the most obvious, most calm to common sense answer of the whole fucking thing is that you just won. Which I like did. I, yeah, like I don't see like I don't see all this other shit that people keep saying. Like I was there. Yeah. And you're a little I, you're a little biased though. No one's gonna I, no, I am, but I'm actually very aware of the bias. So almost if it's happening before my eyes, I don't believe it because yeah. I'm so I mean, aware the, of the, the second I stepped off stage in Tampa, I called her. She was watching things. She said, you lost a hunter. 100%. She didn't say, oh, go get him, babe. You're going to still get him. She literally just said on the phone, I'm like, how did I do? She's like, your tan sucks. You look like you're not enjoying yourself. Your flowers a pancake. And I'm like, okay, did Hunter beat me? She said, yes. Like, oh. this is not... Pardon? You know what? Actually, that you brought up uh, something interesting. A lot of people, I, I keep seeing this comment over again. And also, Ian doesn't look like he's having fun. Why does he compete? <laughs> okay, well, and this, this is one thing I'd like. Can, I, can, I, can I just say something before you answer, please? Yeah. <laughs> so, for, so I've probably competed at like 40 shows. I don't think I've smiled once. No. I mean, it's look, guys, I'm not, I'm not competing for the pageantry of bodybuilding. I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilding beauty pageant person. You know, I don't go up there. And I mean, we've had this conversation. I don't put, sorry, my mom's about to walk in the house here. So my dog's about to so. I'll just mute it. It's okay. Sorry, guys. Let's take a minute break while he gets. Okay. Um, sorry, what was I saying? You were saying you're not in it for the pageantry and you, why you oh, don't yeah. smile. And we've had this conversation before about, you know, uh, about, you know, me not being super enthusiastic about posing routines or, you know, the, that kind of stuff. And it's more the stuff that goes into getting on stage more than the being on stage itself that I'm really passionate about. So, I mean, for me, like when I'm on stage, I think of it as any other athletic endeavor, like I'm doing it and I'm doing the work of the job, you know, I mean, if I was to run a hundred meters, I wouldn't be behind the blocks. Like, <laughs> let's go, you know, and like, it's not oh, yeah. um, no, I understand a hundred percent what you're saying. Um, it's, it's a level of focus. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You can, can hear me. Hear I can hear so, you. so it's just a level of focus that you have. Like when I'm on stage, I have like a level of focus that I'm worried about the competition. I'm not worried about smiling. I'm not happy. I'm not having fun. I'm focused on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So is that like, that's, I mean, I don't know why people expect you to be standing there with this huge fucking grin on your face. Oh, and look, I understand that you know, it does look more appealing and that a lot of guys are very good at it, but that's just not who I am. I mean, I can put on a fake smile if people want me to. I mean, if the judges ever gave me the feedback of, hey, Ian, you should smile more, I'd be up there fucking grinning ear to ear every single show because that's what they told me to do. I take feedback 
and I apply it. I've never once in my life got that feedback. I don't think the judges give two shits about it in bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Dorian Yates, not that I'm comparing myself to Dorian Yates, so anyone out there, relax. Yeah. He barely ever smiled. I yeah. mean, barely ever, you know? Yeah. I don't think we, there's any pictures of him smiling. I mean, and that's not because Dorian Yates hated bodybuilding, I mean, or hated competing or anything like that. It's just, that's just not who he was and that's just not who I am. I mean, I'm just not like a super smiley guy. And when I'm on stage, I'm, I'm there and I have a level of intensity. I'm there to hit my poses as correctly as I can. I'm there to execute. I mean, I'm not there to like, you know, dance and twirl my, you know, you know, what? I, I hate to keep going, I hate to keep going back to this, but I really think it's a point that needs to be driven home. Do you feel like guys like Milos that are, you know, icons in the sport need to have a better understanding of how, how they're seen and how they, how they project bodybuilding. Because what I, th- I feel like what he did was not that it's wrong to want to promote your athlete, but I feel like he's did it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Do these guys need like uh, a course and how to fucking, how to promote, <laughs> how to promote bodybuilding? Because I feel like it doesn't matter if it's Milos or Sean Ray or like, you know, anybody you talk to, sometimes you hear Dorian Yates say like, Oh, guys don't have any passion anymore. And guys aren't getting shredded anymore. And guys don't, and I'm like, you know, this isn't really helping anybody. This isn't really helping the guys that are competing. It's not promoting the guys that are competing. It's not promoting the sport. All that happens is the fans hear this and go, oh, well, maybe Sean Ray's right. Maybe Dorian Ace is right. Maybe Milos is right. Maybe the guys now suck. Mm-hmm. And then it just trickles down yeah. to everybody who's actually on stage now. And I feel like, yeah. do these guys need somebody to sit down with them and be like, hey, man, you're not really helping the sport grow. You're making it worse. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously that would be nice. I mean, I, I don't know how, you know, how resistant to change these guys would be in that aspect. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard because, I mean, they, they see the, the era that they competed in and they're always going to be comparing it to theirs. Um, and, you know, and, and things change and times change. And, I mean, you're also – you can't speak on someone's mindset when you're saying that guys don't have passion or you don't have this. Or I mean, how, how do you know how I feel? How do you know where my passion lies? I mean, you, you don't know me or what drives me or what makes me passionate. I mean, the landscape of bodybuilding now is entirely different. Yeah. You have social media where you didn't have it. I mean, you were a magazine-driven era. The contracts were so different. I mean, it's just an entirely different landscape now. So, I mean, you're, com- you're comparing two completely different things. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to make a comparative in that. I mean, when you want to talk about the physiques, whether guys are shredded or blah, blah, blah. I mean, sure, you can do that and you can go on all day about that nonsense. Um, you know, everyone's going to have their different opinions on that. I mean, it's, it's really neither here nor there. But when you start to speak about, you know, personal things like that, I mean, it, it just gets to a ridiculous point. I mean, you know, and I think a lot of these guys, you know, are trying to bring down this era to make, like, bring theirs up, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's but, unfortunate, you know, when you could be bringing this one up at the same time. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not mutually exclusive, you know? And it's funny, uh, Cedric sent me a text. And I don't know if he's going to uh, mind me saying this, but he sent me a text and he says, I think he said something to me like, when we're done, when I'm done competing, me and you are going to commentate on this shit and we're going to make the younger guys feel good instead of the other way around. Yeah. And that's exactly, he kind of summed up exactly what my point is. Yeah. Is I feel like the older generation needs to yes you guys were amazing yes the 90s were amazing some people think it's the golden era of bodybuilding sure that is irrelevant yep 
you guys aren't on stage now, I feel like something like what Milos did yesterday is not fucking becoming of somebody who's an icon in the sport. No. I mean, I'm not anywhere near. It's it's almost impossible, though, is that these guys, all they're going to say is that we don't have thick skin and that, you you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, same with Sean Ray. Like, I mean, when Sean Ray commented the, the Olympia I did in 2018, I mean, I remember the live stream. I mean, all he did to almost every single competitor was just like, completely tear them down and yeah. you can say something to him like that and he's like well i'm here to be honest you know and mm. it's like okay but there's a difference between honesty and then it like like really just trying to bring someone down you know i mean yeah. you, you can you can kind of mix them together a bit i mean someone like yourself you can do that perfectly and i don't see why they have such a difficult time with it and i mean and the same thing goes i mean i really really like dennis but i mean even when dennis was commentating um tampa pro i mean it was a very similar thing there too you know yeah. i mean coming from the same generation it's like you know, you might say one good thing and then 30 bad things. Even like these are guys that are, comp- you know, competing for first place in a, a pro bodybuilding show. It's like, yeah. you know, all they want to do is be like, I've seen him look better. He was better here. He was do this. I mean, his calves suck. His tan's bad. It's like, you know, why can't we just like bring some positivity into this? And I mean, I, I understand, you know, like we said before, I mean, this is a sport about critique. Um, but I mean, there becomes a, a lot, very, very, very fine line between critique and insulting. And I mean, it's, it's like where you know, they're kind of tiptoeing that where it's not really needed to be tiptoed, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of my point is it's not, I'm not saying we shouldn't be analysts and we shouldn't say if somebody's off, you shouldn't say he's off, but I'm saying yeah. the sport as a whole. Right. And it's diff- It's also too common. Yeah, wait, sorry. I just want to interject here. Yeah. I'm not saying make this like handhold, you know, rub everyone's back, yeah. make everybody feel good. I mean, that's not what I'm saying whatsoever. I'm just saying that there, there's a big difference between, you know, just, ripping everyone down and then giving critique you know well and and the thing the the place i mean it most is okay if you're commentating on a show maybe you have to be a little more critical because you're trying to explain to the audience you're trying to explain to the audience what's what right Mm -hmm. but i see a lot of these things in interviews and i see them online see them on social media i see them on instagram and i'm like that's that's not now you're just taking the whole sport and bringing it down a notch Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, and I don't want to beat a dead horse. I just feel like that's the first thing I thought when I saw that post yesterday was I'm like, I know he's your client and I know you're a coach, but you're also an icon in the sport mm-hmm. and you're not, that's not how you should be playing your hand. No. So that was kind of my, my first. And the, the thing is like, I just don't really understand is like, at the end of the day, what was he hoping to accomplish by doing that? And he, he can say like, you know, he just said that it was, you know, to, to give, the people on Instagram, you know, something so that they could base their own opinion. But it's like, for what? Yeah. The, the show is done already. Yeah. You know, are, do you think that you're going to gain max favor through the judges or that, you know, that by having more Instagram favor, he's going to place higher in shows and people are going to realize that he's a fantastic bodybuilder. I mean, you know, and I don't want to make this a personal thing, but I mean, like max has not been placing high, even when he's really, really on. And I mean, maybe you just need to take critiques and not, you know, take things like, like as if it's like politics or bad judging or everything like this and just try and make yourself better. You know, I mean, well, every show I've done bad at, I've never posted comparison pictures with me, uh, with me and other competitors, not once in my life. I've done 17, 16 pro bodybuilding shows. I've lost all but two. I've never said a damn word when I lost any of them. And yeah. that's not because I felt I deserved to lose them. I mean, there's tons of shows where I felt that I should have placed higher but I mean, what, what do I accomplish by doing like that? All I look like is a sad Susan. I think it looks bad and disrespectful towards the judges. Um, you know, I think that 
Well, and the, and the other competitors. And the other competitors. I yeah. think that the judges are doing the best they can. The competitors aren't the one judging the show. So they, they have no control over that whatsoever. I mean, by me going and, you know, if I came second at the show or like when I lost to John De La Rose at Toronto last year, if I picked a, you know, a bunch of photos where I looked better than John and, and posted those side-by-side comparisons, all I'm doing is now doing knocking John's win down, which obviously meant a lot to John. And that's what's really happening to me here. You know, and I'm also then calling it to question – you know, Tyler or Steve or Sandy or, you know, any of these people, uh, you know, Terry, any of these people that are judging these shows and saying that they don't know and that I know better, you know? Yeah. That's, well, really what you're saying. that's actually one of the most important things I read that you wrote yesterday was that you've never said anything. And I, and I've, and, and it's it hit me because you know what, like there's been probably two or three shows. I know I should have won mm-hmm. and I didn't No, nope. And I never went online the next day. Like, even Dennis James, okay, in 2009, Dennis James beat me, and he fucking admitted to me, like, afterwards, admitted to me. He's like, yeah, you should have beat me. Mm-hmm. I knew I should have won that show. I didn't go online the next day and fucking post side-by-side shots and post, like, oh. I... And, and the thing is. It's, it, disres- it's, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Portugal last yeah. year. I mean, when yeah. I did Portugal last year, I was off for sure. But, I mean, the guy that won, uh, that uh, Mohamed Shaban guy. Yeah. Clearly didn't win the show. I mean, Lucas Oslo wiped the floor with that show. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Lucas Oslo destroyed all of us. I mean, you could make a case for even Florian beating me and having me in third, staying in third, Florian being second, me being third, Muhammad being fourth, fifth, or even lower. Yeah. Um, but we went to the judges. We asked for the feedback. And that was really the end of it. I mean, it, you know, you, at that point, what do you do? Is, is it going to change anything by me and Lucas and these guys going on Instagram, posting pictures where we clearly look better than this guy and, you know, this was probably the highlight of this guy's entire bodybuilding career for Muhammad. I mean, yeah. he'll probably never win another pro bodybuilding show again. No offense to him. I mean, you know, maybe he will. He'll improve. But I'm saying in the near future, I don't think he's at the level to be winning pro bodybuilding shows as the caliber is right now. He got a big win. This was a huge opportunity for this guy. The judges clearly were just trying to do what they thought was best. And, you know, in that light or in that, you know, a few shots, they saw something in him that they saw in the other guys. Whatever. It's irrelevant. But – for me and Lucas to go and then post pictures after the fact and, and tear him down. I mean, this guy's trying to revel in this moment and enjoy it. He's getting to go to his first Olympia in the men's open. And I bet you, he doesn't give a flying fuck if he comes dead last at the Olympia. Yeah. He's just won a pro show. He won $10,000. You know, he gets to go to the Olympia and stand on stage with all his bodybuilding idols. You know, he gets to be on the TV and do all these cool things and be at the press conference and whatever it is. He gets to be part of this experience that is very elite and very limited. And then everyone, if we just start, you know, the other guys there just being like, he didn't deserve it. Fuck this guy. He sucked. You know, and just start knocking it down. Now, how do you think this guy's going to feel when he goes to the Olympia? He's going to yeah. feel like he doesn't belong. He's going to feel like a bag of shit walking around everywhere there. I mean, what's the point of that? It's just, well, I kind of feel, I kind of feel like that whole piece you just said was kind of about yourself because to be it honest is. with, because to be honest with you, this is the highlight of your career. I mean, winning, winning the New York pro is a, as a prestigious show, especially that had to be, you know, I know there wasn't like some people are like, well, there was no top six guys in the show. I don't give a shit. That was one of the toughest guys, but the depth was immense. I mean, that was one of the toughest. That was one of the toughest New Yorks I've seen in a while. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Moore is an incredible bodybuilder. And I mean, you know, he was sixth place there and he was what 10th at the Olympia. I mean, so it's like, you're not far off from, you know, some of these really credit. This is a guy that was, he wasn't in shabby shape at all. He wasn't an off Patrick. No, he looked, he looked great. No, he looked great. Better than he was at the Arnold. He wasn't maybe quite as good at the Olympia, but he was, he was pretty close. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is a guy that won Cali Pro, beat some good guys, this place top 10 at the Olympia. He was sixth place here. So, I mean, the caliber was great. I mean, 
So I want to I want to show you something. I also wait, I also want to take a moment here to throw out some apologies too. So what, when this was ever getting into heated debate and I was trying to defend my position, which I probably shouldn't have done. You know, obviously looking hindsight now, I I wish I just let it be. You know, um, you know, looking back at it, I wish I just left it. You know, obviously when this stuff happens, you know, and you get defensive, I probably threw some other guys' names into it, like Patrick or these guys. Um, you know, as a way to, to obviously defend myself and my position. And, and that I do feel bad about for sure. So, um, you know, that, that I do apologize for, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think any of the competitors probably have any ill will towards you because anybody who's competed, who's put their shit on the line, who sees kind of what's happening is probably like, yo man, this is a little too much, right? I think yeah. the only I think the only people that are like going in hard on social media and shit are people that don't don't necessarily know what it feels like to be in your shoes, dude. Yeah. Um, I wanna I wanna switch over for a second. I wanna show let's switch it to a little more positive. Um, I found a good video with some good lighting. Part of the problem, I think, is some of this is the lighting because people were saying that everybody was off, and I'm like, I don't fucking know, man, because some of the shit I saw is looked like everybody was on. I mean, I don't think, look, I don't think everyone was at their hundred percent best, but I don't think anybody was off. I mean, I I think Justin Justin was fucking on for sure. Especially at night. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. There were some guys that were more on than others. Yes. But I don't think anybody was like off. No. You know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh, everybody's out of shape. And I'm like, no, no, no. There was just some guys that were like an Uber shredded shape. Like, like Max was really hard and Justin was really hard from the back. So, but I found this video on MD and it's, the lighting is really, really good. It feels like it's a little bit more realistic of what it might look like. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Melissa has a second to take a look, but. Melissa? But like when I see you here, I'm like. I mean, you can see I'm fucking gigantic, you know. But it's not just that you're bigger. It's, you look way harder. My conditioning is better than most of the guys up there. You know, Max obviously through his midsection is is definitely hard as nails, but you look through my quads and through my arms and stuff like that. I mean, I'm one of the harder guys up there. I mean, even through my quads, I mean, you can see I'm definitely harder than Patrick I mean, or John. The, but the entire first call out from me sitting in the audience looked like what I, a lot what of bodybuilding shows. Everyone was in shape. What I wanted to ask you, Melissa, was is this lighting more representative of what it actually looked like in real life? It's more, it's still yeah. not, su- like Ian still looks lighter to me. Like his tan looks washy. Oh, so, okay. So he looked even better than this in person. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Because this video to me shows more everybody's conditioning. And you can see Max is like, obviously really conditioned, but everybody's in pretty good shape. Listen, Max's upper body is looked fantastic. I'm not. Yeah. It, it just was a very, Ian was a very overwhelming presence on stage from the audience and I had like strangers who didn't know like anything that just turned and was like are you cheering because that's your husband and I'm like yeah and they're like I think he's gonna win I want to I want to address something because I said this a couple times in the live feed and I know you don't mind me giving you any critiques so I'm gonna do it right now if you don't mind but so this thing you're doing here I I did this at one of my shows and I realized I, no, 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 listen. So this thing you're doing, I did it at one of my shows. I'm wondering if you did it for the same reason. So when you flex your glutes, you can see they're striated, right? Yeah. So people were saying that you had soft glutes. And I'm like, you didn't have soft glutes, but you were doing this thing when you were posing, you were pushing your glutes outwards. Yeah, I was popping my hips back. I mean, this is just something that I, I was trying just to get some more adductor width. 
Don't do uh, it. I, 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 th I thought that through the light. Um, you know, and if you look at the pictures I post on Instagram, even when I pop them, you can see some good lines and, dry and dryness on them. No, no, um, no. I, I know that. And I know you were shredded. And I did it at, at the Flex Pro in 2011. I did exactly the same thing for exactly the same reason. Yeah. And I realized afterwards in photos, it looks like I'm not in shape. Yes. So and uh, I, re I realized that after the fact. I mean, yeah. I, I know that obviously the judges saw something from it. Yeah. Um, you know, being up close. I mean, you know, I'm gaining way more adductor width there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think it does look really good, but I mean, yeah, obviously in, you know, I mean, like you can see this quarter. It's turn. just, it's I mean, just I'm, like, I'm completely dominant in that quarter turn. No, know? no, no, I know. It's just when you hit a, like a back, let me just go to a back double, for example. Yeah. Right. When you go to a back double, for example, and the guys next to you have shredded glutes and you're, yeah, no, I, I completely understand. I, I, did, I did try to, yeah. I mean, even standing there though, you can see my glutes are definitely shredded, but yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But that's what was, I'm like, man, he's got to flex yeah, here. And then I, I push them back. Yeah. See here, here you're like, okay, everybody's got strided glutes. And then all of a yeah. sudden you, oh, you kept it there. I kept it there. Yeah. You kept it there. Yeah. So I don't know, man, I look at the lineup and I'm yeah, like, see, yeah, look, look, yeah, oh, you, you yeah. let it go. You let it go there. Yeah. 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 See, so then when you look at this and you're like, well, look at if somebody who doesn't understand Looks yeah, at this. of course. I understand that. Yeah. 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 And they're like, well, Justin's shredded and Ian's not. And I'm like, no, no, you don't know what he's doing. Yeah. So I don't know, man, like in this lighting, I look at it and I'm like, I don't, to me, you were the most complete guy. And we, we did this rundown and you know, people are like, well, he didn't have any calves. And I'm like, I don't, your calves don't look amazing, but they're not like disproportionate. No. I mean, like they're no worse than Patrick's or like, I mean, Max's it's like, you know, they're not terrible. I mean, like, look, I mean, I need to work on my calves. Absolutely. Are they a weak point? Sure. I mean, you know, could I do for more calves? Fucking right. I could. Everybody probably could other than like flex, but I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's, do I think that the judges who are going to look at my calves and be like, wow, we can't have this guy win a show because of his calves. I mean, absolutely <laughs> not. You know? you know what I find strange? And I said this to Paul, but I mean, wait, I'll sorry to interject. If, if they just want to knock me because of just my calves, I'll fucking take it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That one small, in my mind, very insignificant muscle is what they're going to – I mean, it's like it's like when Kai Green hits a front double if you want to knock his his small forearms or small wrists. It's like, <laughs> okay, sure. You know, he's still the damn Arnold. I just find it interesting that, like, Ronnie Coleman, Dexter Jackson, Dennis Wolf, and the list goes on, don't have calves, and all of a sudden now it's like this thing. I know. But, like, I, I mean, know. you can see right here, I mean – my conditioning look from the side, my glutes are fully striated. My chest is striated. I, I mean, I have more width in my leg than anyone up there. My waist is the tightest. I mean, it's like, what, what's, what did I do wrong here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I, I don't get this. I know they keep saying like you're lagging in the chest and I'm like, it doesn't, the only place wait, I, I say, wait, in, I'm lagging in the chest in my front double. Absolutely. Yes, That's yes. just how my, you know, xiphoid process or sternum or whatever the fuck it is you know, pokes out. When I lift my arms up like that, yeah. it flattens out tremendously. Yes. You know, but just standing there, I mean, you can see my chest is, look, when it's there, I mean, look, compared to John's or anyone else's, it's not that much different, you know? Yeah, it's when you pull your arms up. It's when I pull my arms up. But in my okay. front lat, my side chest, my, my side chest and side try are my two best poses that yeah. showcase a lot of chest. I mean, if it was that weak of a pose for a muscle for me, I mean, it wouldn't, those wouldn't be good poses for me, you know? This, uh, this lighting is dramatically different than than the, the live stream. And if you go to my Instagram too, I mean, what you have open there? I do have open here, actually. I was gonna, I was gonna go to this. I mean, these are HD these... photos on the right here. No, go to the right one more. These are unedited HD photos from the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not, this is somebody in shape. You don't, you don't get this from the side of the glute. 
and this oh, look at my quads my side obliques. obliques my chest is strided my everything everything is there yeah you don't get that if you're out I've of got shape pains in my lats i mean like they're I, you know look i'll be the first to admit could i have been in better shape of course have i been in better shape absolutely have i brought this that package many times of fullness see me i mean you can see here i'm doing the hip pop so it's like you know yeah. you can see my glutes you can see lines in there you but can see on, lines in when you see you know on stage it doesn't look quite the same right but then go to the next photo there and that little thing no sorry go back click that and then go to the arrow i mean that was that was an hour <laughs> don't, before don't, don't do this ian <laughs> i know someone wrote in the comments like did you do this just to piss off fuad and they said no i'm just trying to show like people don't understand like what I was trying to do. I mean, this was, look, I have tan on there. That's an hour before stage there. Yeah. 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 No, this is badass, dude. This is really yeah. fucking bad. This is really badass. I was, when I saw this, I was really happy for you. But yeah, sorry. Going back to what I started crying, like a, a little girl there, you know, when I was saying, well, when I was defending myself in a lot of these things and other people's names come into it, if I ever knocked anyone down, during that like you know patrick or john i don't you know whoever i did i can't remember if it, anyone's name i accidentally dragged into it um i apologize for that because then I, i'm being no better than the people that i'm getting upset about here so to any of those guys I, I sincerely apologize if they watch that i mean that was never my intention you know i was only just trying to defend myself there so yeah, i apologize to anyone i did that for so uh now that you're the new york pro champion and um aside from all the bullshit mm -hmm. i'm sure you have a lot of fans that have also messaged you and been like that's oh my God. Look, obviously there's been a lot more support than there's been negativity. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, know, you go on my photos, I'll, you know, I'll have 25,000 likes and I mean, 2000 comments and I'll get thousands of DMS of people saying, congratulations, you deserved it. You know, screw the bullshit. I mean, there's obviously tons of it. It's just, you know, I personally am a very anxious person. I'm one of those people that wants everyone to like them, you know? So yeah. when I see that, I like want to defend myself and make them see what I see and what my fans see, which I, it's like trying to convince an atheist of the existence of God. It's just like, it's an exercise in futility and it's, it's kind of pointless. Can yeah. I say something too? Of course. I think like, I, I mean, I've been with Ian for like the last couple of days and he wasn't, he, I didn't find him this affected until someone who he looks up to greatly and has for the last five years, someone who I don't even, I don't even know, I didn't even know who this guy was, started doing this and then it really started affecting him because i think he was shocked this are, you man about, are, you, are you talking about milos yes yeah. this man came up to us after the show and shook ian's hand and said you look amazing i have you taking this show very genuine very sincere feeling interaction that happened that, that he did that in real life yes yeah. i was standing right there wow I, and then this happened yesterday and everything changed yeah. And I saw my husband stop being able to basically even enjoy this. And I was like, you have a responsibility as someone that's an icon. I don't, I'm assuming he's an icon. That's yeah. Yeah. To conduct yourself in a way that is professional, polite and supportive of other people. And that when that happened yesterday, I was actually so in shock because like, I, I just, I couldn't believe it, especially after the interaction that we had had with him backstage. I was, yeah. I, I didn't believe it. I thought, well, that's the, that's the crazy thing to me too, is why would somebody do that and then be a total asshole two days later? Well, that he was saying when we were having this debate and then he was saying, well, don't misconstrue. I was saying that I have you winning based off the judging, but I, I didn't personally think that you were, it's like, so then you came up and said this nice thing to me, but said that I look amazing and that this full package that right after I, the first time I went on stage, he came right, remember when we were pumping up? 
the second time to go back out, he walked right up. He said, this full look you're bringing is the look like this looks a lot better, you know? And then after I got off stage, he said, you know, we just did the pre the prejudging wrap up and I have you winning. And I said, thank you, man. That means a lot, blah, 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 blah. And then when I, you know, kind of after the show, then I'm like, you know, what the heck, like, you but know, you said one thing and then you're saying a different after the show. It's, it's like, not about the change in that. It's like, he can look, he can analyze after and say, maybe someone else should have won. It's absolutely. Fine. Yeah. It's yeah. how you go about this. And yeah. it's, I don't know. I find it very disappointing. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and no, I, I know Ian can work on not being as affected by these things. And I agree with that with the followers and all these comments, but with someone like that, who you look up to greatly and he has for years but we were in orlando like years ago we were at his gym or something i can't even remember when someone like no everyone would be greatly affected yeah so yeah. i think that's the only disappointing thing that happened that really affected ian's like heart and soul after this yeah and now we just need to work on as you said recognizing that you are still you are new york pro champion and you need to enjoy that because you yeah. should and you deserve yeah. it yeah yeah, I mean, we, I think we live in a, and I think everything Melissa just said is kind of what I was alluding to earlier about icons conducting themselves in a better way and uplifting the sport instead of tearing it down. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you are the you are the champ now. So I mean, it, one of the things you have to learn to do, obviously, like you already touched on, is start ignoring these things. And how yeah. how do you suppose? you know, you're not going to retire from bodybuilding and you're only going to get better and you're only going to win more shows and you're only going to, you know, do more great things. How do you intend to handle this kind of shit moving forward? If, if, if it happens, if it happens yeah. again, it will happen. It will happen again. I'm sure. Um, you know, it, it's, it's something I, I definitely need to continue to work on. I mean, it, you know, if you'd, you know, asked me this a year ago, you know, I would have had a harder time and I think I, I'm, am learning to do better with these kind of things and, and stay out of the noise. But you know, it's, it's obviously still a, a learning process and a growing process. And, you know, like I said, I'm one of those people that wants, you know, to make everyone like me. Um, you know, so when I see this stuff, I, I want to kind of try and debate them into seeing my point of view, which I, is obviously pointless. So, um, you know, I just need to realize that, you know, it's, it's you, all I'm doing by giving into this and doing, I'm creating more anxiety for myself when I just leave it you know, and let them kind of dwell on their own crap all by themselves and whatever. I mean, and I don't give the attention to it. I end up feeling a lot better about it and it kind of disappears a lot faster. So, I mean, I need to just remember that when these, these things occur again. I mean, you know what I mean? And I know it comes with the territory. I mean, you know, and I'm not like I'm comparing myself to any of these guys whatsoever. Um, but I mean, Brandon got the shit. Chris got the shit after he won the Olympia last year. I mean, 50% of the people tore him apart saying that Brown should have won. I mean, it was a huge thing. It still is to this day. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously with Brandon winning the Olympia, I mean, a million people had a million things to say about that and discredit his win. I mean, it's, it's always going to be one of those things, you know, especially at the New York pro, which is a very like prideful show. And especially with so many guys in that top six that have big fan bases and big followings. And we all have kind of different physiques in a certain way. I mean, you're going to have the guys that like the Patrick physiques, you know, like the more classic, the more tight waist, the not mass monster look, they're going to think that, it's just now big guys with no shape and, you know, whatever winning. And you're going to have guys that, you know, like this guy, I mean, it's always going to be different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, guys that are just like want conditioning over everything that are going to think Max should have won. I mean, it's, there's always going to be something. And I mean, no matter who had won the show, I mean, it, it still would have been the same outcome. If Max had won, there were people saying that Justin should have won and, you know, and that, that Max has no legs and that Justin should have won. And that if John would have won, they would have said something about his conditioning or, you know, it's like, it would have happened no matter what. So, I mean, I need to understand that and just, 
realize that when you have, you know, a subjective sport and you have a lot of, you know, lar large fan bases kind of culminating together, that these things are kind of inevitable. And that for me to try and change everyone's opinion is just, is never going to happen. You know, you know what always, uh, this is going to sound really fucking silly, but what always helped me is just going, leaving. I step away from shit and I go to my inner circle. So like, yeah. if I'm, if I'm dealing with anything like this and I, and I have not, maybe not to this level, obviously, but, um, just going to see my mom, going to hang out with the family, going to yeah. hang out with like someone. You know, I'm not like I'm using I'm my excuse for, you know, me retaliating more to it, but it gets hard when now I'm locked in my house for two weeks, you know? Yeah, that's true too, right? So it's like I sit at home and I'm like, I get bored. I start looking at my phone. I start reading the negative messages. I mean, you know, obviously that's for me to control and I, and I need to obviously work on that as I said before, but um, you know, the, the situation, the current, you know, climate scenario are definitely, yeah. Um, you know, the same thing after Tampa, it was like, you know, I was in Tampa by myself and then I came home to quarantine by myself. Um, and the, and the same thing here. I mean, it's like, I'm by myself, you know, while I'm with Melissa, but I mean, I'm, I can't go to the gym and, you know, see people that can congratulate me and go and train and kind of like get my mind off it or go, you know, have dinner at my mom's house. I can't really do anything, you know? So for those people who don't know, because we're from Canada, Ian flew to the States when he gets back, he has to quarantine in his house for two weeks, can't leave. Yeah. So yeah, so that kind of makes what I'm saying kind of moot because you can't fucking go hang out with your mom and get because what the point I was trying to the point I was trying to get to is if I'm around people that love me, care about me, it makes all that fucking noise seem Oh, I absolutely useless, I agree, right? for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I guess if you're stuck in your house and you're just staring at your phone all fucking day long, then <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of ruins it. It gets so, tough. Okay, so you on the show, you crushed everybody, you're on your way now. Now what? Is there is there a feeling of I'm going to shut these people up. Is there a feeling yeah. of I'm happy I'm on my way? Is it like, is it bittersweet? Like what, what are you feeling right now moving forward to the Olympia? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bit of both. I mean, it's obviously, you know, there's um, you know, things like that. I want the redemption of obviously getting to stand on stage with Hunter again and have that moment, you know, for myself. Um, you know, I want the opportunity to improve on my placing from 2018. Um, and well, what, what was your placing into 18 again? 14th. So I was like, 14th. just, just in the placing. Okay. Um, you know, so obviously I want to improve on my place in there, which I mean, there probably won't be 15 guys at the show this year. So it probably won't be that you'll hard. Do, you'll do better. That's good. I'll do better. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but you know, things like that. I mean, you know, and I, I hope, you know, guys like Max and Justin, these guys are able to get to the Olympia as well and qualify so that, you know, I can have my opportunity to silence the naysayers on that one once again. Um, and then also to myself as well, just, uh, you know, I know I can still be better than I was in, in New York. I mean, I know I won the show, but I know I can still absolutely be better than that. And Patrick knows I can be better than that. Um, you know, I think everyone knows I can be better than that. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, it is a little bittersweet, obviously, given the, you know, the situation that's occurring right now with it all. I mean, you know, it's, I feel, you know, I feel kind of silly after it all, just wishing, you know, I could go back and not have addressed any of it. But I mean, you know, it's, I'll take it as a, you know, as a learning lesson. Um, I don't think that's possible, man. Honestly, like, I know some people are like, oh, you shouldn't have said anything. And I'm like, there's so much, there's only so much you can ignore until yeah. you, until you have to defend, like, I would be the same way. Well, I mean, and, and Melissa said, I mean, it was really the Milos one that really like got me off. Like maybe got me off. Is got me off is the wrong way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Popped me off. Set you off. Yeah. Set you me off. off. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and that was really the one that really, you know, hit home with me and, and really, really upset me. I mean, before that it was like, 
you know, I mean, the, the, the trolls can say stuff on Instagram. They're always going to. I mean, it's, it is what it is. And the, the thing I find funny about this is, you know, in 2018, when I wasn't as good as I am now, which when I was placing third, fourth in shows, people were saying I was getting overlooked. And now I'm winning shows and people are saying that I'm overrated. It's like, which one is it? Should I be winning shows or losing shows? Because if I was to come fifth or sixth at the show, there's going to be people there saying, say, I got overlooked. And then if I win the show, people saying, I don't deserve to win. So, I mean, it's, it's like, you can't really win here. Can guys. I, it's, it's funny you're saying that. Can I tell you something? So, you know, how, like I've been thinking about competing again and, mm-hmm. I'm get, and I'm prepping for this show and people keep getting on my Instagram and they're saying like, come on, man, you just, just commit to the show already. Just do the show. Your fans want to see you compete. Yeah. And one thing I've learned over my time is that no one is ever happy with any decision you make. So you have to make all your decisions for yourself. Yeah. Because I know what's going to happen. People are like, yeah, yeah, rah, rah, fuad, go compete. And then if I step on stage and I look like shit, they'll just tear me. They're like, oh, he should have never competed. He looks like shit. Yep. So I don't, so that's why I keep telling people, I don't do it for you. I do it for me because I know you're going to turn your back on me in a minute. Yeah. If I don't look the way you expected me to look. Which is what exactly happened to me in Tampa. I mean, it was, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I created, we created a lot of buzz between me and Hunter. And then yeah. when I showed up less than stellar, I mean, the, the tides completely turned on me and it was, everyone was like, like, Ian sucks. He's overrated, blah, 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 blah. And, and I think some of that did play into this show that I think some people still did have a sour taste in their mouth and that they think like, well, if he couldn't even beat Hunter, he shouldn't be beating these guys here. But it's like, I didn't look anything like I did in Tampa in the show. Well, no. and, and Hunter's not a fucking... Uh, Hunter's not a slouch. I mean, Hunter yeah. would have been up in the top group of this show, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Not, that's not really fair either. No, um, so, but, I'm, but the point that I'm saying is like, people are saying it's like, well, he, you know, he was this in Tampa and, you know, now he's winning here against these guys. It's like, you know, but that's bullshit. It's politics and stuff. It's like, I didn't look even remotely the same between these two shows. Do you think, can I ask you a question? <laughs> this, is just, this is probably something I should ask you off camera, but I'm going to ask you anyway, and I'll just edit it if you want me to. But sure. is this... Do you think it's partially the way you speak? Yeah. I mean, I think people, it, it gets misconstrued sometimes as arrogance. Um, and I think, or like, not even not, not Let me, not let me explain. Arrogance, like more of like an assholeness, you know? Let me, let me explain. It's not, it's a very matter of fact. It's not asshole. Yeah. Like before, I think this is like, this is obviously different, but before Tampa, for example, mm-hmm. I remember doing the interviews and you were very absolute and very very matter of fact in your opinions which is how a, probably a bodybuilder should be mm-hmm. but at the same time i think it it just opens up that can of worms yeah for people to be like ah oh, did you see what he said and then he yeah. didn't follow through so yeah. then it makes it worse yeah. right see you know, i have a difficult time with this because and i'll be completely honest i don't really speak like that in my normal life but when i get on these things i feel like people want to hear confidence you know and if i come on here and if i tiptoe around like oh hunter might beat me and oh if i'm i'd be happy if i come top five at new york people are gonna be like this guy's a fucking pussy so i'm like i don't know which way to go with this anymore with interviews like do i just say nothing do i act as if i believe in myself which i should i mean you talk you listen to it's funny because people would praise jay color all the time for this when Jay would be going up against Ronnie, he was sure as fucking shit every show in interviews. He's like, I'm going to win. This is it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. he was so confident against the best bodybuilder in the history of bodybuilders. Yeah. And no one said that he was fucking delusional or stupid or like, where's the line drawn? Because if I talk like that, it's like I get shit on after the fact when I don't beat Hunter. 
or when I, you know, when these things happen, but like when he would do it, it was like, it was completely different. I don't really, you know, yeah, I don't really know. That's a good point. I don't really know how to approach these situations anymore. So I, I kind of try and, you know, I, I come into these situations with what I think I should be saying and what I should be feeling. And, you know, when I go into them, I am confident that I'm going to beat Hunter. I am confident. Obviously there's parts in all of us that have doubts. You know, yeah. even when I was speaking very matter-of-factly, look, there was still times that during that prep that I'm like, yeah, maybe Hunter will beat me. I see awesome shots of him. You know, I think he looks great. I mean, there's obviously always possibilities. I mean, we're not – we're all human at the end of the day. I mean, you know, we still yeah. have these negative feelings creep into our mind. Anyone that says otherwise is full of shit. Yeah. Um, you know, and – but I'm not going to come on here to an interview and speak like that. And, I, you know, it's – and then it gets – people are like – and then when I don't win, they're like, where well, you talked all this, you know, and then didn't deliver. It's like, so should I have talked like, well, I don't look that great. Hunter will probably beat me like – where am I supposed to go with this? You know? So it's like, it's, yeah. it's a weird thing with this social media and, and, you know, I don't really know, I obviously haven't quite figured out the way to approach it yet. Um, you know, so that's why after, after Tampa, I just chose to say silent completely. I was like, I didn't really want to say what I was doing. Um, you know, cause I didn't want to ask the question of like, you know, people see the lineup be like, Oh, it's a tough lineup. How do you think you're going to do? You know, what do you think about Max? We, you know, what do you think about this guy? I didn't want to like say, Hey, I think I can beat, John, you know, John barely beat me when I was way off in Toronto. So I'm going to cream him this time. It's like, okay. And then if I don't beat John, are you just going to throw that back in my face now? You know, yeah. if I'm at a hundred percent of the show and John still beats me, then you're going to be like, Oh yeah, see, he's still better than you. It's like, where do I go with this? You know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't really know the way to approach these situations. So I go in just with very matter of factly and, you know, try and sound confident as, as best as I can. I don't really know the way to approach it, to be honest. I would just be very vague in the future. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Because oh, people used to ask me, like, oh, how are you going to do it? I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring my best package and let the judges decide. Yeah. I know it's, I know it's, a, it's a shit answer. Yeah. And I mean, like, the, but, it leaves, but it leaves no room for Yeah, and I agree. Back, and I, backlash. You know, maybe that's me trying to, like, be more of an entertainer to people, yeah. you know? And I think I have, like, I've almost created this persona of this, like, matter-of-fact thing, you know? And when I do my Q and A's, you know, and people ask these silly questions and I give these ridiculous, sarcastic kind of, you know, matter of fact, asshole answers. Yeah. It's a persona I've created yeah. that I kind of keep to, to draw into, which, which there is reality. And that's how I am in my real, my real life. I mean, I talk to clients like that and I do kind of speak with a sarcastic matter of factliness, you know? Um, but I mean, it's like, it's like, I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah really how the situation is so look we've been on for a while i want to ask you really quickly before you go though what uh what was the difference between i mean other obviously obviously other than having melissa with you and all these other mm -hmm. things and not having the pressure of all the interviews and bullshit before new york uh x's and o's wise what was the difference between you and patrick what did you guys do differently for you to show up so much better we did new literally york? nothing that's that's the thing we i mean we changed nothing like we, we changed everything from tampa but nothing from normal like it's just I literally just walked into the show. That was so it. You guys didn't deplete or carb load or anything. I like, I came down a little for like Sunday, Monday, flying in Tuesday, just, you know, to keep it down yeah. a bit so that yeah. we had some room to load. Um, and I loaded, but like my water, I drank nine liters, eight liters, just as much as I felt like right through, right to the day of the show. I kept my sodium high. I used zero diuretics. Um, I just kind of waltzed in as if it was like I did two high carb days on Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday. You know, like I would during a prep, if I was doing two high days, I kind of just did two of those, kept my water high, kept my sodium high and just walked on stage. Wow. So we did, we did nothing. That was it. I mean, it was just like, just, it's like, if I look good and 
pictures at five days out, four days out, three days out. We just kept doing the exact same thing. And that's how it was. I, you know, Thursday when I got there, you know, we had the water high, salt was high, food was high. And it's like, I woke up Saturday or Friday, sorry. And my weight was basically the exact same, but I was a little drier. I was a little fuller. So like, okay, we'll just keep doing the same thing. Kept the water high, kept the salt high. It's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We just like kind of just kept going with it right till then. I mean, even the day of the show, I mean, I just drank water like I felt I should. I mean, if I peed, I drank more. It's like, you know, I just kind of kept doing the same thing. I was salting the shit out all my food. I mean, I was not really thinking about it whatsoever like that, you know? What, uh, okay, so what do you think you can improve on? When you watch, when you look back at the videos and the photos and everything, where do you think you can improve? And obviously, I mean, don't say like, oh, I want a bigger back. I mean, that's not, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, like we could, you know, definitely. Do you think, like, do you think you can be harder? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have been harder. I mean, you know, we all know yeah. I can in Tampa last year I was harder, but I was 13 pounds lighter. So it's pick one, you know? Um, so, you know, there's, there's going to be a middle ground there. Um, you know, do you, guys, do you guys think had you done a diuretic, like would the answer for you being harder would have been maybe half a diazide or something on like for New York or is that the answer or is there a different answer? The, the thing is it's tough because like even when I was drinking that much food and that much or drinking that much water and eating that much food, my weight was still like barely clinging to not drop, you know? You're still burning right through it. I was still burning right through it. And yeah. I was peeing like crazy. I mean, like it was literally like I would piss and then I'd go to like take a bite of my food and then I'd have to piss again. Like it was like, yeah. it was coming out of me that fast. Like it was just like, yeah. you know, and this is really what happened in Tampa, but we didn't see it and we didn't have the foresight. So then we did lower water. We did introduce diuretics. And when my body was already in overdrive like that. And then you lower the water and introduce yeah. diuretics. It just like completely sucked me down. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. time, I mean, it was, you know, my body was just in like, you know, complete overdrive for expelling water. I mean, my aldosterone levels must be like zero. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, we could definitely push the fullness a little harder to then come down a little more with the water. So I think, you know, if we push the food a little harder to get me like, you know, a little fuller, uh, and then yeah, throw in a little bit of diazide just to suck down the dryness down a little bit. Um, you know, I, th I think we could get better there, but. Um, I, I'm honestly not hundred percent sure what needs to be done on that case. I mean, I, I know we can be better. Um, you know, I know we're capable of being better. We, we, we definitely played on the cautious side, this show, obviously, you know, just to be, make sure we were full, the conditioning was good, but we didn't push it too much to risk any of the fullness. So it was kind of like a very, like a 85% all around. It's like, we didn't go for hundred percent dryness, but then like 70% fullness. We just went for like the 85, like, you know, yeah, yeah, play the safe. and that's what I think it was ended up winning me the show. I mean, you know, there was guys definitely in the show that were a little bit harder, like Max. And there was guys that might've been a little bigger, like a sand, but I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of just had like, you know, where they would be 90% here, then they'd be 70 here. And I just like coasted through the middle with everything, you know, I kind of, I said that in the prejudging, I said, huh. I said the reason Ian won in the, in the wrap up that we did, I don't know if you, I don't know if you watched it. Cause it's funny that you said that because uh, I said Ian won because he was a nine out of 10 on everything. Yeah. Like there was guys that were tens in certain areas, but then sevens elsewhere. Yeah. I like, mean, like, 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 Matt, like, like, like Max, for example, Max was a 10 out of 10 conditioning wise. Well, 10 he, out of 10 conditioning wise in some areas, like, I mean, you know, in his abs and thighs, like, you know, yeah, his abs were sliced to the nines. His chest is crazy stride. Did he cream me in the abs and thighs? Fucking right. He did. But yeah. I had way better quads on the abs and thighs and my shot was a little more balanced. I yeah. beat him in some side shots. You know, it's like the back well, shot. I'm not, I don't want to get into like. No, but I'm saying it's like, you know, I was kind of just like, 
you know, some guys would beat me in some shots, but then lose to me in others. And then some guys would beat me in some shots and lose me in the others. But then when you averaged out, it just ended up with me, you know? And that's kind of, that's what I got from it. And you know what the funny thing is, is even me with all my experience in the sport, didn't really recognize it. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, after prejudging, I had Justin winning. Yeah. And it took Paul, uh, who's my training partner, for those that don't know, who's also an IFBB judge, we had a long drive to the gym after prejudging. We went to train legs and uh, on our drive, we talked about the show and he's like, look, man, I know you like Justin, but there's certain things like his stomach is a little distended, not distended, just a little bit fuller than, than yeah. Ian's and his, his, his abs look like they're a little washed out. And he's like, he, what he explained to me basically was every single person in the lineup had something that was hurting them more than your weaknesses were hurting you. Yes. So he's like, when you average it all out, Ian is kind of like the guy that's... I'm like in the middle ground, yeah. The least, the least amount of weaknesses yeah. that are hurting him the most. Yeah. And when he explained it to me that way, I'm like, okay, that fucking makes... Because I was adamant. I'm like, no, Justin's got it. He's got it for sure. Mm-hmm. And then when he explained it to me, I went back and looked. And at finals, I took another look. And I'm like, even though you know Justin did better at finals... Mm-hmm. I kind of saw what he was talking about. And that's kind of when it, when it made sense to me. And I think, you know, maybe when I do these things from now on, or maybe when they do these commentaries for the shows, they should have a fucking judge doing the commentary. Well, because- Tyler, Tyler is doing a bit. He put on his Instagram that he's going to do a video explaining why they placed everyone within the top six. I think that's a great idea because yeah. it took it, on NBC it, News Online. There, he's doing a video uh, within the next day or two or whatever that he's going to explain why they chose who they did for what spots and, and kind of break it all down for everybody. I mean, I'm sure that's because of, the backlash that the show was caught. But they should be doing that instead of having some, and no offense to Dennis James, they could have Dennis James as well, but they should have a judge sitting on that commentary panel, kind of like, you know, when you watch UFC, you have Joe Rogan explaining Mm -hmm. what the fight's happening and what moves are doing what. You could have a judge sitting there saying, look, this is why this guy's here. This is why that guy's there. So that, so that, because if somebody even at my level didn't fully grasp it until Paul, I heard Paul explain it. Mm -hmm. And imagine the guy who's, doesn't even compete yeah like these guys probably don't even know what the fuck they're looking at without somebody kind of pointing it out to them so but they'll just look at like ian won okay ian's chest sucks he shouldn't win it's like ian's calf sucks he shouldn't win but it's like you know maybe look past that and look at the overall of it all you know but that's my point and that's what i'm yeah. saying if they had a judge that's there, i'm agreeing with you yes yeah if they had somebody explaining i think it would go a long way for the sport and educating people that are watching mm-hmm. um Okay. Well, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to ask you where you're going to place it at the Olympia because it's going <laughs> to come back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's also lots of shows that, you know, there's still other shows to come guys to qualify. So, I mean, maybe we can talk about that on a later date, but I mean, as, as of now, I mean, you know, we still got what Cali next week, we got Chicago, we have Spain. So what do you uh, think of, before you go, what do you think of Nick Walker? I think he looked awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see if he does Chicago, how he'll, how he'll do. He's going to do, he said, I had him on the podcast yesterday. I just, I, I put it up today. Yeah. Uh, he said he's doing Chicago. They're getting ready for it. Yeah, I know. Uh, he said he wants to win. And yeah. he, said he wants to go to the Olympia and see how he does. And yeah. I, th- I think he has the tools to win Chicago. Yeah. Which sucks for me to say because I'm doing Chicago. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, and, and Justin will be there. So for me, that'll be a good uh, you know, baseline kind of to see where I would be with Nick. Um, that's true. You know, that's true. Yeah, Justin that's right. will be there. So, I mean, you know, we can kind of see how they stack up together as well for me, which will kind of give me a – you know, I mean, obviously shows are different show to show. I mean, you can be one guy, one show, and they look the exact same, beat you another show. I mean, we all know that's how it is. Yeah. You can't go like, well, I beat this guy here, so I beat this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't really work like that. But, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it'll, uh, 
it'll be an, an interesting thing to see him in a, in a pro lineup. I mean, obviously we know there's a, a big jump, but I mean, Nick is, I've trained with Nick and seen him in person. I mean, he's as big as, you know, and freaky as any pro I've ever seen in real life. So, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the tools are absolutely there. Um, you know, he doesn't have any glaring weak points of any sort. I mean, he's pretty complete all around. I mean, the only really knock you can make on him is midsection, but it's still like it's tight and it's controlled and, um, you know, he's got crazy back, good legs, big chest. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see him up against some of the, you know, the big guys like you and Justin, these guys. So I have a, one more question before you go, when you were backstage, I was blown away by Justin when he came out because mm-hmm. like, I kind of expected what to see from everybody else. I knew kind of what you were going to look like. I knew Justin was the one person that didn't, when you saw Justin backstage, did you kind of know that was going to be your main competition? Uh, honestly, I didn't No. Um, and only, and I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest here only because I've competed against Justin a few times. I've beat him every single time. Um, so, I mean, I like, and I did that, you know, completely naively that I kind of blocked him out of my mind because he was one of the guys that I hadn't beat or hadn't not beat before, you know, where I've never competed against Max before. The one time I competed against John, he beat me. Um, and then those were kind of the two that were on my mind, you know? So I was thinking, Max, obviously, in person, always looks freaky. I mean, he's big and he's round and, you know, he looks hard. Um, you know, John in person, I mean, I'll be the first to say, John standing backstage in person is not very impressive. I mean, he's a shorter guy. He doesn't yeah. look crazy hard or anything like that. Um, he doesn't look super big like some of the guys like Hassan or Max. Um, but I knew that John was capable of beating me, so I, I never took him lightly. Um, so I'll be the first to say that I didn't give Justin his due diligence. Um, you know, and, and even after the pre-judging, I really didn't even consider him there because he was on the outside of John. They kept, yeah, they kept moving him out, yeah. So I really, in my mind, after pre-judging, I thought I had it completely locked, which I did after pre-judging. I mean, I won by perfect score in pre-judging. John was to my right. So I thought John uh, was second place. I, who was to, Hassan was to my left. Yeah. So I was thinking that John, and they moved Justin over. So I was like, okay, I could, I could see the judges and that they were looking – at John and Justin. So in my mind, I'm like, they're comparing John and Justin. Yeah. I know they're not comparing me and Hassan. Yeah. Hassan's a locked fourth. They're comparing these two for second, third, and I already won, you know? And yeah. I mean, that's really how it ended up happening, except for that John then moved down and, and Justin moved up. Um, so, I mean, that's really how it played out. But I mean, yeah, it's, it, uh, I, I definitely didn't, until I came back for finals and they moved him in towards me right away. Um, you know, and then I, I talked to Melissa after and she said, yeah, like he looks crazy. I mean, from the back, he's definitely a little harder than you. Yeah. Um, you his, know, back, his back shots were nuts. Crazy. I mean, yeah. thickness top to bottom, glutes are in. I mean, he looks ridiculous. Um, yeah. You know, he definitely has a better front double than me. Um, you know, so, but as a whole, I think I, you know, still obviously, you know, held it and beat him, you know, when you come down to the averaging it all out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I would have had the absolute, like I said at the beginning, I would have had absolutely no problem with Justin beating me. I mean, you know, in the finals there, but I, you know, in the, in the pre-judging, I don't think he did. So when it comes, um, when it comes to, I see, I saw some people complaining about this and I actually, I actually like what they're doing, but when it comes to pre-judging, you know, how they always place the guy who's winning in the middle and then they place the guy who's second on the right and the guy who's third on the left, blah, 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 this bullshit. Right. I thought it was cool that they didn't fucking do any of that at pre-judging. Like they, they did have you in the middle, but they did a lot of shuffling. They did a lot of weird call-outs too. Like they redid yeah. like a third call-out, moved some second call-out guys. Yeah. And second call-out yeah. So, I mean, okay. And then I'll say this to anyone, and this is Milos included, not to like call out anyone, that is upset with say, thinking, you know, at some shows people be like, they didn't get enough comparisons or my guy wasn't compared with this guy. Everyone had their chance. 
Yeah. I stood next to Max. I stood next to Hassan. I stood next to Justin. I stood next to John. I stood next to everyone that was in that top five. Everyone stood next to everyone. Max stood next to Hassan. Max stood next to Justin. Justin stood next to Hassan. I mean, everyone I it, yeah. Had, yeah. was compared, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think they, they did a very good job. You know, Tyler and Sandy did an excellent job making sure that everyone was, was compared fairly. And I think with a show of this gravity with those many names, you have to be very sure of that or else it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. You know, there's going to be one guy that's saying, well, I didn't even get compared with the guy that won. Like, how do you know? You know? So, I mean, everyone got seen, um, you know, but and I, then it, I mean, and it showed, it showed in the fact that, I mean, in the initial top four, they actually had Patrick in there. Patrick yeah. moved all the way down to six by being compared. Justin yeah. moved up, yeah. um, you know, Max moved down. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the comparisons worked, you know, but I, I like what they did though, is what I'm trying to say is I like, I hope they do that at more shows because Absolutely. it yeah. made finals way more exciting. Cause honestly, like I kind of knew what they were doing. I thought it was after prejudging. I'm like, I thought it was you and Ian or you and uh, John, you and John. Yeah. I, I had Justin like winning after prejudging, yeah. but yeah. after I saw all the call, after I saw all the call, unfold, I'm like, okay, they're picking Ian and John. Yeah. And then it went a different way. And I'm like, it's kind of cool that they yeah, threw, and that's threw, what I'm threw yeah. people off. Yeah, I like that's that. that. You know, they did that and they gave, you know, guys the opportunity to work their way up. And, you know, J Justin moved his way up quite a bit. I mean, he got to stand next to everybody and, you know, they they gave him that that time to, to you know, improve and his placing, you know, and yeah. everyone got that shot, which I think is important, you know. It was very cool, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, how they ran it was good. I mean, they did it a different, definitely a different style too. I mean, we came out in comparison groups first. Uh, by numericals then we did our individual then we came back and did confirmation where they did a lot more changing around then we did our uh, posing routine then we did the the pose down so I mean it was kind of switched things up but I, I did like the, the format they did it in yeah. um, you know because it, it felt like all your your main energy was put into comparisons that mattered you know yeah. Yeah. it wasn't put into your 30 second individual it wasn't put into your posing routine you know, so it's not like you're coming off stage from a posing routine, you're, you know, sweating and tired, then you got to get right back on stage to do your comparisons, you know? Yeah, and yeah. for me, because I'm always at the end, like I'm Valier, so I'm always at the end. It's like, <laughs> we'll come off and then I go right back on to do comparisons. And well, I'm like, fuck my life. That's you know? not a bad thing though. Cause honestly, I remember shows cause I'm always first. Well, you'll you know? stand around for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always first. And there'd be like yeah. 20, 20 guys. Everybody's got to do their one minute. And I'm like, yeah. now, I'm, now I have to pump up again. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it, yeah, it's, I mean, you're better to just be right in the middle, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you don't have like a last name with like G or something, you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so I mean the, 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 the process, how they ran, it was really good. I mean, like I said before, I mean, everyone definitely got their, their time in the sun and I mean, you know, guys worked up and guys worked down. I mean, it was really good. And I mean, um, you know, we had three Canadians in the top 10, which was pretty awesome. Um, you know, to see Antoine and, uh, and Quentin there as well. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're going to do some, or at least Antoine's going to do some more shows, I think. Right. So it'll be good to see him up there again. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah overall, I mean, I, I, you know, and all the negativity aside, I'm extremely proud of what I accomplished. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy that I get to go to the Olympia on a win of that magnitude other than like going on points. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, this is, this is mine forever. And after all this nonsense kind of, you know, fades into the, into the distance, I mean, it, it, it'll be gone. It'll still be mine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to wrap it up, but I just want to say you should be very, very fucking proud. Um, regardless of what anybody says, dude, you are, you know, you're in the top 10 in the world. Like that's yeah. all there, that's all there is to it. You're, you're in the top 10 in the world of the best bodybuilders ever right at this time. And I'm like, that's uh, 
you know, you can't, you know, people online talk like they, they talk about things so flippantly. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you realize what you're ta- what you're really saying. Like this person, even if you don't like him, just want to show that basically puts him in the 10 best bodybuilding physiques on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Like, yeah. And I, I don't think people that are sitting here typing on their fucking phones all day long realize. Well, they, and, they, and the thing is, like, they don't need to agree either. I mean, no, you know, no, they don't need to agree. But they. Well, I, but I don't they, think Phil should have lost to Sean in 2018. But I mean, it's it's really pointless. I mean, at the end of the day, the judges saw something in me that had me win that show, and and that's the end of it. I mean, but it's it, not about. Know. But it's not about agreeing or not agreeing. What I'm trying to say is, even if you don't agree, uh, there should be more respect in the sport. That's what. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, you should be. Yeah. You know, you should be able to look at something and go, okay, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but this guy is, you know. And, and people have to realize too, I mean, it's, it's like, I know when you're not in the world of this, you know, it's just like, it's just like talking about like your favorite football player and saying this guy sucks or this guy this, but like at the end of the day, like, especially in the bodybuilding industry, we're very intertwined with social media, a lot more than most other sports. Yeah. And people have to realize like we're real people, you know, yeah. and I see this stuff and we're real people with real feelings that the things you say do have an impact, you yeah. know, obviously, clearly, I mean, I've cried on the show. So, I mean, you know, it does, it does really have an impact, you know, um, I, I can edit it all out. Don't worry. No, don't. Absolutely. It's fine. Um, uh, you know, no. and, and these things do have an impact on, on us. So, I mean, you know, it's like, I think, and, and look, I've, I've been, I've done it as well. You know, I mean, I've used it as a defense mechanism where I've been a little harsh on guys. I mean, we've, we've done it, um, you know, but when people are doing it just out of like, like a cynical way like that. I mean, they need to take a second to think that like, what's it going to do if this guy actually sees it, you know, it's like, is that, it, would you feel good if someone said that to you as well? You know, if, so, yeah. if you were playing a sport and some guy said like, yo, this guy fucking sucks. Like he looks like shit or whatever. Like, how would you feel if someone said that to you? If, if something you'd work for 15 years every day of your life for, you know, yeah. how would you well, feel about that? So I, I think one of the most important things you said is we're intertwined with the fans. And I think, I think, you know, people say like, oh, well, football players don't care or musicians don't care or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but they don't even fucking answer you. No. They don't answer you. They don't read your comments. They don't give a shit what you say. They get their million dollar check at the end of the fucking month yeah. and, they go, and they go home to their million dollar house and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Whereas bodybuilders, because it's such a small sport, we're like, we're constantly talking to everybody and all our fans and you, the reach is right there. Like you can reach out yeah. and t- touch your favorite bodybuilder. You, yeah. can't do, you can't do that in football. You can't reach out and you know, go see fucking Tom Brady and say, hey, let's have Tom Brady a DM yeah. and ask him, you know, how, how you should hold the football or throw the football. <laughs> He's never probably even been on his own Instagram, yeah, you know? Yeah, the Instagram yeah. he has is probably yeah. some PR team running that bullshit and, like, he doesn't even know it exists, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're so intertwined with the fitness industry. It's, like, it's a very, very different thing. So, I mean, you know, there's obviously lots of benefits to it. I mean, that we do have that close contact and, I mean, it's, you know, an ability to provide – you know, information, accessibility to the athletes and stuff that's, un, you know, unprecedented, you know, that's new and, you know, never had been before in, in this industry. But I mean, it also provides <laughs> what's happening yeah, now. The good and the bad. Yeah. The good and the bad, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it comes, it comes with both. Right. Yeah. All right, Ian, we'll, we'll yeah. leave it there and uh, maybe we'll get you on for an episode of bodybuilding and bollocks at some time in the near future. Cool. And uh, until then, good luck with your prep dude. And uh, hope everything keeps goes smooth moving forward. Absolutely. Thanks, man. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. See you. Bye-bye.